五章二十二节我们一起来这些话是耶和华在山中从火中云中幽暗中大声小玉你们全会众的此外并没有天别的话他就把这话写在两块石板上了交给我了这是耶和华你们神所吩咐教训你们的诫命律例典章遵行好叫你和你子子孙孙一生敬畏耶和华你的神谨守他的一切律例诫命就是我所吩咐你的使你的日子得以长久以色列啊你要听要谨守遵行使你在在那流南与密地之地得以享福人数极其增多正如耶
只要照着主的教训和警戒养育他们。只要儿女的要凡事听从父母，因为这是主从许愿的。你们做父亲的，不要惹儿女的气，恐怕他们失了士气。好，我们将下面时间交给大哥立举。Good morning, ACCC. Uh, well, we are uh, talking today about children. And last time when I came, we talked about marriage. Pretty good order to talk marriage first, then children. So today uh, marks a very uh, important day for Dr. Litchie. Today is my birthday. But wait a second. Well, Dr. Litchie, I thought your birthday was in June. <laughs> well, today is a different kind of birthday. It was six years ago today that I was in the hospital and I was diagnosed with cancer. And that began a journey for me. It was exactly six years ago this weekend that my life changed very, very much. And guess what? The doctor said maybe two or three or maybe at most four years to live. And here it is six years later. <laughs> So I want to, I want to say a couple of things about that. Number one, I want to give glory to God. And I also want to thank this church. You have been with me this entire journey. You have prayed for us. Uh, you have loved us. You have helped support us even financially. And I can tell you that all the bills are paid and everything is good. <laughs> so you say, well, Dr. Litchie, how is your health now? Well, I still take a little dose of chemotherapy, three, three weeks on and then one week off. But as of last Monday, when I saw Dr. Chuan, my oncologist, there's nothing showing up for cancer right now. And I want you to know how much I love you, and I thank God for this church who loved us and helped us. I will never be able to thank you enough. So as we think about Thanksgiving this week, I'm thankful for a sixth 
birthday. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our work today. Are you ready? How many of you ever took piano lessons? Let raise your hand. Up, 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 real high. How many of you took violin lessons? Raise your hand. All right, very good. So we're going to talk about train up a child, and we read a number of passages of scripture. And I have to tell you, I'm a little bit nervous today to bring this message. Because a lot of people have different ideas about how to be a good parent. So at the very beginning, I will say this to you. You may say, well, Dr. Litchie, my children are already grown up. Or maybe you say, I don't have any children. But the fact is, is that as a church, we all have children in the church. So please hear this this morning. About the principles of rearing and raising children. And that as a church, we will take on the responsibility to nurture and to train our children. Amen? Amen. So, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about how to train children God's way. Did you know that God is a parent? Did you ever think about God's parenting? Did you know that God has had problems with his children? <laughs> From the very beginning, God said, don't do this, and the children did it anyhow. And we'll talk about seeing children through God's eyes. And we'll also talk a little bit about some of the pain that some of us experience when our children do not follow the way that we have trained them. We call that a Prodigal child. So let's begin our study this morning from God's Word. That God, Almighty God, establishes the authority of parents. He gives very clear instructions uh, to the parents about how to parent the children. And I want to encourage us as a church every single day to pray for our children and if possible to pray with our children. 
所以我想鼓励我们教会作为整体来为我们的孩子来祷告。如果有可能的话，也跟我们的孩子一起来祷告。And <笑> remember, God does not make any mistakes. 你要记住，上帝从不犯错。We may say, where did this child come from? 我们可能有时候气急会说，这孩子从哪来的？But I want to assure you that God did not make any mistakes at all. 但是你要相信，神是从不犯错的神。And the Scripture says. Train up a child in the way that he or she should go. That word train is a very interesting Hebrew word. Do you want to know what it means? It says take something that is wild and give it a taste for something that is good. How many of you have had some wild children or know them? Sure. But see, I I used to think that uh, the Bible was saying, well, be really, really, really harsh and firm and stern with your child. And if you'll do that, they'll just grow up and want to serve Jesus all of their life. <laughs> but the scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go. In other words, there is different kinds of training for different kinds of for some children, they may need a firm, strong hand. For some children, all you need to do is look at them and they break. In fact, the scripture says, God says that I will guide you with my eyes. Wouldn't it be nice if our children were guided by our eyes? We could just look at them. <laughs> and they would, oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> well, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. So here's where it gets a little bit fun this morning. So several years ago, someone was studying the Eastern way of rearing, of raising children. And they began to study the Eastern versus Western way of raising children. And someone wrote a book about the tiger mom. How many have heard of the term tiger mom? Okay, everyone has. Okay, got it. So you say, well, what's the tiger mom? So they say, okay. No sleepovers. No play dates. No school plays. No complaining about no school plays. 
nothing except A's. <laughs> 所有的成绩都要是 A. What do you mean an A minus? That's not good enough. 如果是 A 减分就是不好 And you have to be number one student. 你一定要成为第一名 And you cannot play any instrument except for violin and. Now, of course, you got that right. So sometimes they call this the tiger mom. <laughs> Maybe some of you were raised with a tiger mom. <laughs> Maybe someone said to you, "What do you mean you got a hundred percent? Why not a hundred and ten percent?" And so,、uh, and so we say the tiger mom is like, "Oh boy, all right." I'm going to learn how to play the violin and play the piano. So, in the mother's guidance, everyone is very happy. And here's a very happy tiger mom. So, the mother herself will be happy to have such a success. Well, we can laugh about that a little bit, right? We can laugh about that a little bit, right? And the fact is that there's a lot of different styles of parenting. But, in fact, there are many different styles of parenting. And what we have found in the West is that many of the ideas about parenting, we can learn some very, very good things about learning how the East parents. So, when we talk about parenting in the West, we can learn some very, very good things about parenting. I'm anxious to see how that translates. <laughs> so. When we talk about parenting, let's let's get into a little bit about what God teaches us about parenting. When we talk about parenting, let's look at what God teaches us about parenting. Because sometimes people experience shame. Maybe they wonder whether they're ever going to be good enough. 可能他们会怀疑自己是不是会成为一个好的好的人 So what is it that we really really want? From children. So, uh, God, He is from. He wants in children what? As Christians, we want our children to love God first. Amen. We want our children to love God first. Amen. We want our children to love God first. Amen. We want our children to love God first. Amen. We want our children to love God first. Amen. We want our children to love God first. Of course, we want our children to be successful. 当然，我们希望孩子可以成功。We want them to learn how to work hard. 我们希望他们可以呃认真的工作。We want them to fulfill their destiny. 希望他们可以呃满他们满呃完成他们人生的愿望。For them to have pure hearts. 他们的心可以纯洁。Be healthy. 也健康。Uh, and then, of course, we want our children to care for us in our old age. <laughs> and we want our children to be humble. And I can tell you that、uh, parenting is very, very difficult. Now, I did not believe that. Because you know that I'm a psychologist, right? And I know how to parent. <laughs> And my first child was very easy to parent. I think that his rebellious time was about one week when he was a teenager. <laughs> he went through school. 
<coughs> he won a lot of awards. He finished two PhDs. And on and on and on. And I thought, what is so hard about this parenting? Why are people complaining? And then my second child came along. And he was much, much more challenging. And then I started reading books. <laughs> asking for advice I said what do I do with this child <laughs> and I can tell you that our children are very different from one another I also learned a very important lesson I said we cannot take all of the credit for our children's success and we cannot take all of the blame for their because God also gives our children a will of their own so when we talk about parents we talk about the things that we learn from the big people in our life and this is why as a church I am challenging us to take on the role of parenting for the children of our church some of our children will be home for the holidays over the, the next few weeks and when you see them in church I, I ask you to please go up and welcome them and let them know that you're praying for them and maybe give them a five dollar bill <laughs> so what do we learn from the big people in our life because remember that modeling for our children is the most powerful form of teaching they learn about our values they learn about our belief system the qualities of life in other words these things are learned in our family of origin and they're learned from the big people in our life the people of our church and I encourage us to be careful about what we say to children about them. Alright, so now this, I'm hoping this comes across okay. But remember the you, the you messages of childhood become the I messages of adulthood. What we say to children about them, they put inside of their heart and they begin to believe that about themselves. And I have seen many people who were wounded very badly from the big people in their life. They, they were called ugly 
Or they were called stupid. Or they said, "You'll never be successful." But a child, when they hear that, they say, "I am ugly. I am stupid. I will never be successful." When a child hears this, he will become stupid. 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 In their heart, so they are. So he inwardly thinks how he is. So he inwardly thinks how he is. We all grew up in some kind of a family, didn't we? We all experienced the good and the bad and the ugly. So we learn about ourselves, and we learn about others, and we learn how to have relationships. We And modeling is the key. So, 言传身教是很重要的 Children will tend to do what we do. 小孩子会学习我们想我们所认识对的东西 And if we have the atmosphere of loving and acceptance, 当我们的家庭中有一个相互关爱和相互接受的一个环境的时候 ，as well as very high standards， 以及很高的这样的一个要求。We're going to develop a parenting style. We will have such a parenting style. I'm encouraging you to think deeply about this for a moment. So I hope you can think deeply about this. We all have a style of parenting that we grew up with. We all have a style of parenting that we grew up with. We all have a style of parenting that we grew So think about the balance of love and discipline. You think, love, this balance is in love and discipline. A neglectful child will be have parents who are low in love and low in discipline. When they are neglected, this child, his environment is his parents are very little love and very little. They tend to neglect their children. In the Old Testament, the pro, the,、uh, the prophet Eli, the, you know, the priest Eli, had, was neglectful of his children. So, in the Old Testament, the priest Eli was neglectful of his children. And then you have a, a parent who is a permissive parent. So, you will meet a parent who is permissive. And oftentimes, I see this in the West more than in the East. This is a parent who is high in love but low in discipline. They say, "Oh, honey, do you want to go to bed tonight?" They say, "Oh, honey, do you want to go to bed tonight?" They say, "Oh, honey, do you want to go to bed tonight?" 
今晚要不要睡觉呢 ？Do you feel like practicing the piano today? 想不想要今天练琴呢 ？Oh, you don't feel like it? Don't worry, it's no problem. 你不想这样做，不要担心，就不做了吧。You don't want to eat your supper? Okay. Do you want some Twinkies and donuts? 如果你不想吃晚饭，那你要不要点来点甜食呢 ？That is a parent that's high in love, but low in. Discipline. So, 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 Close your mouth when you chew your food. 但吃饭时候不要讲，不要出声。Don't talk at the table. 不要在吃饭时候讲话。All your homework must be done before you can go outside. 你出去之前作业要做完。And you're not even going outside. 但你今天也不能出去了。Because you have more practicing to do. 因为你有更多的练习要做。You have to get your SAT scores up. 你要把你的 SAT。And you're only in fifth grade. 你要你已经到第五。But we have to get ready for school. 我们要好好的准备。For college. 放大学。And you're only in third grade. 你现在只三年级而已。But everything counts. 但每一件事很快就来。No A minus. 不，没有 A 减。Only A. 只有 A. Maybe A plus. 或许 A 加也。That's all. Don't talk back. <laughs> Did anybody have parents like that? <laughs> well, then we have the authoritative parent. We have the authoritative parent. We have the Practice the piano. <laughs> of course, I love you. It's time to go to bed. You don't want to go to church? Okay, you're going anyhow. High love, high discipline. The research suggests that that is the most effective. Parenting, there is. You know, Dr. Litchie likes to put things in threes, right? In marriage, if you pray, lay, and play, you will stay. And for good parenting, it is firm, fair, friendly. 所以婚姻中有三点我讲过了，但是在教养孩子的时候也有三点，就是要有权威，要公平，也要友善。High love， 就有很很多的爱。High discipline， 但是也要有管教。I have found that if you expect good things and high things for your children， they will tend to do better。当然你，你你对父母呃，对对小孩子有更高要求，他们会做得更好。Make sure that we take care of our children's physical health. 但我们希望可以呃要照顾到小孩子的。Make sure that they're clean. 希望他们可以。That they exercise. 他们有锻炼。Get enough rest. 也有足够的休息。Good health care. 很好的医疗。And just in other words, make sure that their bodies are 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 taken care of. 换句话说，他们的生理是很好的。So this this little guy there with you know his hands and things like that, lots of good exercise is a good thing, but also make sure that your child's mind is taken care of. 但同时，孩子的心灵
Don't be afraid to have high standards for academic excellence. If you expect only average, you'll probably only get average. If you expect good grades, you will probably get good grades. Children have a way of rising or lowering to whatever expectation is placed on them. So you understand high love, high discipline, right? So take care of their body. Take care of their mind. And take some care of their emotions. Not the biggest thing in the world. Because feelings can change. And you'll probably get all different kinds of emotions from your child. Some days they'll be sad. Some day they will be mad. Some day they will be a little down. And most of the time children are very happy. Take care of your child's relationships. Be very aware of who your children choose for friends. I sometimes say, show me your friends, I will show you your future. Who do your children hang around with? Encourage good relationships. Particularly little boys should be most of all friends with little boys. Little girls should be friends mostly for, with little girls. And they learn how to encourage one another. How to keep confidence. And to be loyal to their friend. Uh, your word becomes your bond. So when we think about friendship, sometimes that can be very painful for children. Particularly if a child feels left out of the crowd. If they think that somebody is talking about them, they, uh, they oftentimes will have emotional stress. But the research suggests that if a child even has one close friend, the chances are really good that they will be emotionally healthy. So if you find your child does not have any friends, try to encourage it so that they have at least one or two friends. Because sometimes relationships can really cause a lot of pain in our life. And be aware of your children 
children's use of social media, please. I do not allow children to have their own computer in their room away from everybody. We used to think that the first exposure to pornography was somewhere around 11 or 12 years old. And now I'm getting reports of children in first and second, third grade that are being exposed because they're just online and it just pops up. So I really want to encourage you to please monitor your children's use of social media and electronics. Make sure that your child is has safety uh, on their internet access. And then, so not only take care of the child's body and mind, emotions and relationships, but make sure that we attend to the child's spiritual life. So Dr. Litchie wants to suggest something to you. <laughs> this was based on a mistake that we made as parents. But I'm among friends, so I can just be honest with you, right? Someone said to me when we were raising teenagers, when they're 16 years old, let them decide whether they will go to church or not. And unfortunately, I listened to that advice. It was not good advice. I want to encourage you that as long as your child is living in your home, that they attend church with you. You say, well, Dr. Litchie, isn't that a little harsh? Yes. <laughs> so what? <laughs> uh, if they're living at your home, they should be in church with you. Even if they don't attend the same church, they should be involved in a church. I encourage you as the parents to develop healthy spiritual disciplines in your own life. Sometimes we call them the inward, outward, and corporate disciplines. Let your children see you reading the Bible and praying, for example. Bring God into the conversations. Not with judgment, but allow the life of Christ to be a very natural part of your family.
Remember that modeling is the most powerful form of teaching. Okay, so what about God as a parent? How does God rate as a parent? God says these are his children. He gave them rules and regulations. He gave them commandments. And they always listen to God, right? <laughs> did they listen to God? No, they did not. God said, look, I love you. But I'm giving you commandments not to make your life miserable, but because I know that these commandments, if you follow them, will bring you life. My commandments are good. And I love you. But I love you enough to give you rules and guidelines for living. And if we love God and if we obey His commandments, we can expect the blessing of God in our life. Will we still experience difficulty? Oh, yes. When I was diagnosed six years ago, my middle son said, why did God let you get cancer? He said, you're a really good man and you're a really good father, but why would God allow you to get cancer? So how do you answer a question like that? I had to say, Adam, I love God with all of my heart. And I am going to trust God in the midst of this difficult time. And if God chooses to take me home, I am ready. If God chooses to allow me to stay here and be glorified through this cancer, then to God be the glory. Children will ask you many difficult questions as a parent. And you may just say, I don't know all of the reasons why this happens. But I trust God. I trust His Word. I trust that in all things, God works together for the good of those who love Him. You say, Dr. Litchie, is there anything good about cancer? No. <laughs> I can't think of anything good about cancer. But God is good. And I have seen hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands of ways that God has brought good 
from this cancer situation. I can remember many instances where I've been able to minister out of my pain to others who are also in pain. I had doctors and nurses who found out that I was a psychologist and that they could get some free counseling. <laughs> Sometimes I would be in the hospital and after hours they'd come and say oh Dr. Litchie could you could I just have a little bit of time I said of course I'm not going anywhere <laughs> I've been able to pray with the people that have helped me I believe that the love of Jesus Christ has been extended even through me which is amazing Nothing good about cancer. But God has been so good in the midst of this to the glory of God. And I just want to say that parenting is not easy. But anything that is worth doing is worth doing wrong until you learn to do it right. So what do we do as far as discipline? High love, high discipline. Well, in a non-conflict time, you set the standard for your child. This is what I expect, and I want you to know this is what I expect, and if this is not done, something is going to happen that you don't like. But expect to be tested. You say, Dr. Litchie, why do children always test the boundaries?If you draw the line and you say, "Do not cross this line." What do children do? Most of the time they'll walk right up to that line and step right over it. <laughs> and then as parents we think, oh, we're such bad parents because our children disobeyed. No, you're not a bad parent. We're all born with an old nature. <laughs> and expect to be tested. And when the child steps over and is disobedient, here is what you say. You say, I see that you have decided. 
你就跟他们讲说，我看到你做出了你自己的决定。I see that you've decided to lose your privileges for tonight。你你今天晚上就做出这样的事情，你就没有办法。I see that you've decided to be grounded this weekend。你你因为这样的行为，你今天就要呃没有办法出去了。For teenagers, you say, I see that you have decided not to have the car this weekend。所以对呃青少年说，你这周就失去了你可以开车的权利。Now a child's going to say, Oh, you don't love me anymore。and you smile and you say you know next time I'm sure that you will make a better decision no shame you reassure them of how much you love them and then you reteach but expect to be Tested. People say, What happened to my nice, young, respectful child? And sometimes there is the pain of a prodigal child. I remind people that God has had problems with his children. All along. I want to encourage you, never give up on your child. Love them unconditionally. You do not have to like some of the choices that they make. There is a difference between acceptance and approval. I think of Jesus with the woman who was at the well. When, when she was at the well, Jesus came up and talked to her. She had been married five times. And she was living with a man that she was not even married to. Did Jesus love her? Yes, he did. Did he approve of her choices? No. High love, high discipline. And sometimes that pain of a prodigal can go very deep in our hearts. Okay, so let's bring this just to a conclusion this morning, okay? I want to encourage you to say some things to your children. And I'm going to make this available on, uh, I think Jenny's going to make it available for a download. These are things that you can say to your child. So you don't need to write it down because you can you'll get a copy of it. One person I worked with said every single night we say these things to our child. He said, failure is not an option. I am destined to succeed. I will never procrastinate. I'm not going to put off those things that are important. Decisions 
determine my destiny. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I will never fear my circumstances. I will only fear God. I will thrive under pressure and I will live for the challenge. To be successful, I will achieve God's goals in God's time, but the enemy of success is just mediocrity. In other words, I'm not going to be average. I'm going to achieve God's goals with God's strength in God's time. I will not settle for just the way things have always been. Nothing can achieve, stop me from achieving my dreams in Christ. You can take away all of my possessions. And you can even take my life. But you can never take away my joy and my integrity or my Jesus. I will solve problems with the grace and the goodness that God has given to me. And I am really glad that God did not make a mistake. I'm glad to be me. So parenting is we can learn so much from God. We know that parenting is hard. And I want to say some of us I know in the church are struggling with uh, the parenting that we have. All of us do. And we need to be gracious to people in our church uh, and be gracious to one another. We need the family and we need our church. I know that I would not even be here today if it were not for the grace of God and the love of the church. Never, never, ever, never give up. Pray for your children every day. If you can, pray with your children. Make sure that you accept them and you encourage them. Here's what children need to know. They need to know that they are lovable. They need to know that they are valuable. They also need to know that they are forgivable. We're going to make mistakes. And God will forgive us when we confess our sins to Him. The good news is we are changeable. <laughs> we don't have to be the way that we've always been. Our future can be better than our past. And I encourage you, do not live life in the rear view mirror. 
Live your life through the windshield that is in front of you. And remember that you're never alone. And you take small steps. You sow an action. And over time, you reap a good habit. But when you sow a habit, you will. Eventually, have a character. And your character will be what people remember as your destiny. And would you hear this as I close? That God keeps His covenant of love for a thousand. Generations. Do you receive that this morning? We need the church. We need to parent. And we need one another. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much.